Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor Now podcast. My name is Randy, and today we are honored again to be joined by another amazing guest, a former castaway of the past season of Survivor Australia, Blood versus Water. She lasted 36 days, finished in a very respectable 10th place, came into the game with more of a blood relationship than I think anyone else could say they have. And if I, if my sources are correct, a fellow Liverpool fan, please welcome <laughs> Michelle to the show. Michelle, how are we today? I'm good. I'm even happier to know that you're a Liverpool fan. I have, We're going uh, to Paris. I know. It's all, oh, it feels so good to be back, especially with everything happening with like Mo Salah and like the contract situation, if he'll be yeah. back. Uh, I should have, I told myself not to forget this, but behind me, like way back, because I'm actually in my room. I'm not in the Australian yeah. Outback right now. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> way back there, I have like a poster of Liverpool when they made their last uh, CCL run. So back when oh, they had wow. like Daniel Sturridge, uh, I'm going to have to look. Uh, yeah, it, it's hidden away now. But yeah, who's your favorite oh, player if you, had to, if you had to pick one? Oh, I mean, my... My all-time, my first love of Liverpool probably would have to be Michael Owen. Back oh, wow. in like, yeah, 1998. <laughs> um, you you have the I, I was going to say. Have the, I have the Liver Bird tattooed on me on my back. Really? I don't know whether you saw it. Yeah. So yeah. What? It's on, it's on my back. Yeah. <laughs> How did I not notice that? Now I'm going to have to rewatch the show and everything. Uh, yeah, it's definitely like where the, you know, where the shirt is. They yes. have the live bird. Like, That's exactly where mine is. <laughs> Literally here. Do you see it? Uh, yeah. You can what? See it. Oh, you yeah. got it red. To- oh, yeah. What? That is, <laughs> this is amazing right now. You'll never walk yeah. alone, Michelle. You'll never walk alone. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, we have to go back to Survivor chat. I can talk about <laughs> yeah. Liverpool all day. <laughs> no, I, yeah. This is, this is, for me, though. For me, though, it's my favorite. <laughs> well, I was I was just going to say I didn't even get into even though I played eight years of soccer, I didn't even get into or, or football, whichever one uh, I didn't even get into it until that that CCL match they had with Real Madrid when oh, yeah. uh, Gareth Bale had that unreal goal. That was my first like 
my friends were trying to get me in the European soccer. I said, okay, I'll watch the Champions League final this week, this weekend. Yeah. So I watched that match. And even though they lost, I fell in love with Liverpool, their fans. And I was like, this club, I looked into the club and, and the song. And I was like, this atmosphere is just phenomenal. Been a Liverpool supporter ever since. I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> so yeah, you have to, you have to, yeah, you have to like to be a Liverpool supporter. You have to persevere, and you get a lot of disappointment. So you know, you build a lot of resilience. <laughs> Since then, I've had yeah, there there's some disappointing times, but every time I get down, I think of that Barcelona comeback uh, where oh, they had well, to win. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you should watch back. I don't know whether you've seen like the 2005 Champions League final in Istanbul. Okay. Just like, don't Google the score. Just watch the highlights. All right. And you're just going to be like, that's the best game that I've ever watched in my life. All right. Well, I'm, I'm out right now with the shoulder injury. Like I can't work and everything and I've got surgery coming up. So I know what I'm going to be watching. And then I'm going to message Michelle what I think yeah. of the game. So let's best get. Game. Let's get to why everyone is here, though, and that is the Survivor Talk, because I know if you guys don't know Liverpool supporters, we will talk for hours about hours. Liverpool. <laughs> so, so let us know. I know a little bit about what you've been up to, but what have you been up to since being on the show and since it's it's aired now? Wow. So, wait, so filming ended last November, late last November. I got back and then my... And now, now husband proposed to me like a week after, like saying, never leave me again. So <laughs> gave me a ring. And then um, we got married in February the 22nd. So it's like two, 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 two at two o'clock. Well, we what? eloped. And then we decided to have our honeymoon and we in Fiji. So we just got back last week for like, we went away for one week. So it was like a delayed honeymoon. Did you so have any good. like survivor moments while you were out there where you like, see, this is what I had to go through. Now you, you filmed your season in Australia, but you could kind yeah. of be like, see, this is what we have to go through. Or was it all, I mean, it couldn't have been the same at the resort and everything. It was, it was a pretty lush resort, but um, they had machetes to open the coconuts. And I'm like, oh, your machete is so sharp. <laughs> <laughs> like oh when i had a machete it was quite blunt and they were like you had a machete <laughs> i heard about that i heard the machetes out there aren't as good as like everyone thinks like they aren't as sharp no i i think they gave us the rustiest ones on purpose <laughs> oh yeah anything to make you guys struggle but i have to say i know i i messaged you about a huge congratulations that's incredible. <laughs> I saw the ring. I saw the ring while you were talking there. It's a nice ring, everyone. If you're not watching the video for him, it's a nice ring. So yes. congrats. And actually, thank you. And actually, what a funny thing is, is that, um, you know, we don't really know like who buys the wedding rings. So, um, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to use like the like supplementary money from like, you know, you get from like going per day on survivor mm -hmm. and i was like i'll buy the rings and it calculated to uh 19 days of blood sweat and tears for this wedding ring so <laughs> i'm worked like out you'll remember it. this forever <laughs> were you were you expecting the proposal uh a week after were you like it should be it might be coming sooner what did it catch you completely off guard um i 
knew that it was it was kind of weird like we had already known that we're going to elope like back in june so i knew that it had to happen between june and february so i was like <laughs> at camp i was like yeah and then i'm getting married in february look at me shredding for the wedding early and then and then they're like but you're not engaged i'm like no but i'm getting married oh february. man <laughs> so i knew it was gonna happen but i just didn't know when I, I can't now I'm mad at everyone who got you out of the game because we know the family <laughs> visit came. We could have saw like a survivor proposal. Yeah, I would have been very disappointed with that one. So <laughs> I rather have. <laughs> You're like, I'm starving out here. Yeah, big question. Yeah, no, I got you. Well, congrats again. Um, and then so I want to know before we get actually into your game and what happened during your time in the game. What got you into Survivor? I love hearing the stories of how everyone got into the show. So, so what got you into it? Um, full credit has to be given to my sister, Mel, Melissa to me, mm -hmm. Mel to everyone else. Um, she is one of the biggest Survivor fans ever. We used to actually watch it um, back in the day, like the U.S. Survivors, like the first couple of seasons together, along with our childhood best friend, B. But then me and my friend B, like we kind of grew out of it. But Melissa mm -hmm. just kept persevering on. I mean, she's such a huge fan. So when the opportunity came up that, you know, twins, you know, would be a great casting choice to, for it to go on the show. I, it was a very, very easy decision for me to join her. So I'm not exactly like the biggest fan on Survivor, but I know what it is, but mm -hmm. I just needed like a refresher course on it. <laughs> did you, before going into the game, did you have to kind of, did she, have you watched past seasons and stuff? Like, hey, we got to get ready to go. I watched the last Australian Survivor, the one where Haley won. I watched yes. that. Um, I watched a little bit, but to be honest, I was slammed at work. I was working because I work across time zones. I was mm. being slammed left, right and center. So I really and even, you know, we had to do quarantine on the way there in Queensland. And I was still working all the way up to the hour that I had to switch off my laptop. Oh, so wow. Not a lot of preparation <laughs> was done on my part, but I kind of knew what was going to happen. But I yeah, it was I should have probably prepared more. <laughs> You answered my my next question in that like entire statement, too, because it was going to be I always like to ask who's the bigger uh, survivor fan out of the two. And you said Mel. Mel yeah, Mel, hands <laughs> down. I mean, when we turned, I think I went to Fiji, like I went to Fiji just now. But before that, we were in Fiji together for our birthday. And I said I was not living in Australia at the time. I was living in Hong Kong and I was flying down to visit her. And I said, what do you want to do? For, where do you want to go for our birthday? And I said, I want to go to Fiji. And she goes, if you want to go to Fiji, I know that they film Survivor on Mana Island. So we're going to Mana Island. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a requirement. Yeah. It's like, we're going on vacation. Yeah. We're going here. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like the prereq. And I was like, okay. And then that's, that's how much she loves the game. Like she, yeah. To but get her out of Australia. I had to bring her to an island where they film Survivor. I would be the exact same way. I'm like, I don't care if I have to swim over there. We're getting to that location one way or another. And let me just say, everyone, 
that it is amazing. So the hardest part about covering Survivor Australia and getting to interview people, I love it, not complaining at all. But the hardest part is the time zone difference. So I loved when we were setting this up. Michelle's like, I got you. I work time zones. I know exactly what we're doing here. So it worked out yeah. perfectly. That was like a, a nice, refreshing you know, opportunity to have someone understand the time zone difference. So that was, oh, yeah. I was like, Eastern daylight time. I got you. <laughs> she, she was like, she was like, you can wake up at 6 a.m., right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's kind of get into the game. Now, entering the game, give me the raw emotion when it hits you, when you're standing on the mat, you're looking across, you're seeing JLP, and you notice you've made it. You're about to take part. And the biggest social experiment on television, what was going through your mind? Gosh, like going all the way back. Um, well, they didn't really show it, but actually I was the first one to travel down to the mat. So I had like very clear instructions on how to get there. And it was quite lengthy. <laughs> so, <laughs> at, so the first like half of it, I was like, don't mess it up. Don't trip. Look where you're going. And then when I got onto the mat, and then I saw JLP and saw, you know, at that time, 22 other people. I was like, oh, this is actually real. It's not on TV anymore. <laughs> like, this looks, this looks familiar, yet unfamiliar. Like, yeah, it was, it was a pretty surreal experience. But I looked at my sister and I saw how happy she was. And that was, like, enough for me. You're like, I could be eliminated now. And I'm, and I'm I happy. Could. Give me a week here. <laughs> and I can go yeah. back to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like. Yeah. Yep, I got I get what you're saying. Exactly. And the, and the thing is, we were doing our cast assessment video uh, myself and my fellow co-anchor Abraham, who also competed on the U.S. version of the show. And we said we both said it, it's going to be very hard for you guys entering the game because of the whole twin aspect of it all. Do you feel that that kind of made it harder for you guys entering the game being twins just because, you know, people look at twins, they have twin uh, ingenuity and, and stuff like that. So do you think it that makes it a little bit harder being twins entering the game? I don't know. I think there's a lot of people that actually like either they truly believe that we have this twin thing and then there's other people that actually like think it's a whole load of baloney. So, I mean, I know that I know how my sister feels. I can feel it and she can feel it. Um, I don't know whether people thought that that was an advantage. I think being twins, people just kind of lump us as one person. Um, but I don't know. I don't think that it was going to be that big of a problem because, yeah, we were on different tribes anyway. So <laughs> Split up right at the start. I'll just say I'm a believer. I believe yeah. that twins can feel pain and stuff. And that's why I was like, you're not going to like me saying this. I guess I should apologize for this. But I was like, if I'm in the game, the twins are going first. I am eliminating <laughs> one of the twins. So I am so sorry. It's nothing personal. I'm just like, we cannot leave two twins in the game. We can't do it. <laughs> I think people just probably underestimated how much we can actually say and across the map from each other. Um, everyone had their own like sign language and things. We just had to look at each other and we like knew what is going on. So <laughs> I also heard, I didn't write this down, but I heard that I can't remember when I was talking to, uh, who was I talking to? I was talking to Nina. Yeah. And they, she told me that one of you guys, either you or your sister 
you guys know a lot of languages. So she would try to yeah. say some stuff in Spanish. And I yeah, can't so remember. I understood it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it was me. You caught her in the act. How was that? I mean, I think it was, I think it was more like Sandra wanting to, to say something to Nina in Spanish. And then I was like, oh, okay. You said snake. <laughs> <laughs> Did you point it out that you knew, like, you knew Spanish? I think people knew that I knew a lot of languages. And I think I may have told people that I could, like, at least understand enough Spanish to get by. So, um, yeah, like, it, it takes me, like, a few days to get into it. But, like, I am pretty good with languages. So I can pick up words and I know what you're saying. But I think I told people. I can't remember. <laughs> How many languages do you know off the top of your head? I mean, at I mean, fluently English. Mm. Um, sign language, like Australian sign language. Mm -hmm. um, like my parents have like different Chinese dialects. So then there's like, that's already two. And then yep. there's like Mandarin that I can understand. And then Cantonese, I understand it. So that's already like, that's more than five. Let's just say like. <laughs> I am, just say more than I am impressed because <laughs> I remember going back to my my school days, my high school days, it's Spanish yeah. class. I had to take Spanish and just knowing English and Spanish did not work out. Like I'm like, I can't <laughs> do two languages. So I'm impressed. But I did want to ask as well. We had a couple fan questions about this. So if you ask this, I didn't forget about you guys. We just kind of looped it all into one here. You guys were victim early on in the game to a purple edit, which for everyone who doesn't know what that means, basically you are not shown that much on the show. Watching it back, did this bother you guys? Like, what did you guys think of the edit you guys received early on in the game? I mean, I can't really comment on my sister, mm. but definitely for me, I wasn't. I knew that I did things particularly in the OG blood tribe that didn't get shown or got credited to somebody else in the tribe, such as different moves and, um, you know, finding, you know, being there when there's an idol being found um, that I, you know, also held. <laughs> and then, um, uh, you know, there was, you know, there were points that, you know, in the water cage fighty thing, mm -hmm. I actually went up. It wasn't 4-0. It was actually I jumped and got a flag for our tribe that didn't get shown. So in the, I think the first two weeks, like the first few episodes, I was getting a little bit, like a little bit bummed out because I was like, mm -hmm. what else can I do to, to be able to be on the show? Yeah. Um, especially in that first half and like you know I don't know why but after that I was like you know what I surrendered myself to the edit the edit is you know is one perception about what happened my perception of what happened is something else and I can take my memories and let the edit be the edit well that's the thing too like a lot of casual fans they watch the show and we all love them you're still fans of the show you still support it but they don't look past that edit you know, and they base the game and who they support and who deserves to win and stuff like that based off what is shown. And that's why you really have to look past the edit, because this stuff happens that people are just under edited at times, especially an Australian survivor. I feel when there's like so many people competing, it's so hard to get everyone's screen time. But I, I do want to ask as well, early on in the game, who were you closest with? Because from what I gathered, it was 
from what I gathered, it seemed like you were close to Sandra a little bit, but I don't know if that's the case. I would, I mean, Sandra and I were extremely close, but actually it was Sandra, me and Kate, Kate, oh, Kate, Andy's okay. little sister, Kate. Yeah. 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 Um, we actually hung out as a trio a lot in those first couple of like that first week as well, you know, when Kate was around, mm-hmm. um, you know, Kate was like my encyclopedia in the game. She knew every season of every episode of every interaction. Wow. Um, and yeah, she was amazing. And then there's Sandra, who's obviously the Bible of this whole game. So I was just in the middle absorbing as much information as I could. But we became very close when those, in those you know, first few days. I mean, Sandra was my sleeping buddy. She slept next to me. That means a lot on the show. Whoever your sleeping buddy is, that does mean a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Nina tells me that, you know, oh, if my mom is close with you, you might, you know, she sees potential and all that. So I'm like, like, this is after the show, you know, when we were hanging out in Australia. But, um, you know, Sandra and I were extremely close. It was really fun to just hang out with her. She takes no bullshit. She's just an amazing <laughs> person. <laughs> oh, man. Is it so that Kate and I love Kate. Um, thank yeah. you. She's like a huge supporter of the show. Love you, Kate. Oh, yeah. Um, so that wasn't like I thought that vote out was kind of easy for everyone. But you're saying that she was very close to to Sandra and you. So did you guys really want to keep her by? And there was just no way that you could have at that second tribal or third. I don't tribal, know whether the third. Yeah. I mean, I can share this. I mean, you know, in the sandbag challenge where yes. they were carrying things and Sandra and I set out happily set out. I one. was going to say you guys <laughs> walked out in that challenge. Yeah. Thank you. And then, um, yeah, that's my favorite challenge. And then um, Kate was carrying us. They were like 20 kilos. So like about 40 pounds, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was carrying the uh, sandbag over something and she cr- actually cracked two ribs. So she was in a lot of pain, but she wanted to get through to the first tribal, at least get to a tribal. But they also, you know, didn't really, I don't know whether people, like people, I don't know whether it was like believed that she cracked her ribs or it was like Mm. sprained, but it was definitely cracked. And it was found out later that she cracked the ribs. Um, And she was in a lot of pain. Actually, in that first vote, it was supposed to be like people wanted Sandra out. It was Sandra and Kate. And I remember being like, I don't know who to pick. Like, <laughs> Let's Sandra just do Kate, no one. Yeah. Let's just do. Thank you, Dave, for exploding. Because <laughs> then I can put somebody else's name down. So, but, you know, I was like sad to see Kate go. But she was also in so much pain. So, see, yeah, that's, like you could see. Yeah. They never show like all the pain. Like I, I'm finding out Kate had, you know, rib issues. Uh, Dave apparently had a couple yeah. of rib issues so they don't have no talk about broke every her ankle she broke yeah. her ankle on day like, seven. Oh yeah. my gosh see that's and this why is... when the yeah oh go and ahead then when the edit was like oh she's weak at challenges like yeah she's got a broken ankle yeah they, they don't thought tell it was us spring. that part they don't yeah, tell us that part yeah <laughs> see that's what and us survivor fans myself included i'm still like i want to go out there i want to compete and i'm not an outdoorsy person and i'm like 
I just watched a guy on the U.S. season dislocate his shoulder and pop it back in and continue to play. I dislocated my shoulder pretty bad, and I've been out of work for a couple months now. So <laughs> it's like two different. I, I always hear these like pain stories, and I'm like, uh, do I want to go out there? Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> I got I had a concussion day 11. How, um, did that happen on like a challenge? Yeah, it happened at the sumo pushing challenge mm, the one that yep. yeah so i was going up against chrissy and then um wait siri is talking um <laughs> i went up against chrissy at the sumo challenge and i slipped and just just hurt my head uh what was the what was yeah. the hardest part for for future fans who want to go out there what's the hardest part part about being out there hmm I think the combination of being away from all your loved ones and you know that even though you're across the mat, you're still yeah, you're still yeah. not like technically not communicating with them. Well, and then um, you have that loved one, but then there's still everyone back at still, home and stuff. Yep. And it was locked down and it was pretty rough for all the loved ones to be alone, especially like now husband was mm. left alone in this apartment and couldn't go out. So um yeah that was really rough to know that that was happening and then for me to be in like maskless in queensland um i think the manipulation and the lying was really tough for me because i don't really do that in real life mm-hmm. um yeah just have thick skin and try to i don't know like <laughs> try, to hunger, the- <laughs> try to push through try to push through like I can't even imagine the hunger. I get the heat a lot. People said the heat was terrible. It's pretty hot. Yeah. And yeah, the heat and then the, and then the like no food and then the lying and the manipulating just that combination and like being away from, you know, loved ones during lockdown and knowing that they're there and you're here. Yeah. It's just, it was just tough all around. This game doesn't sound fun at all. (laughs) <laughs> thank god for the prize money <laughs> right exactly and then, yeah and all you guys wonder you know why people get money from this and that's why because you really do suffer and like again stuff that you might not look at if you're just looking at a game point is once you're done with the game i imagine your digestive system is off and everything because you haven't been eating and i would never eat rice again i'll just say that <laughs> i just ate rice tonight so oh. i mean i'm asian so <laughs> I, I I love rice. I, I do. But I'm like, if I'm out there and just eating rice, I imagine I couldn't couldn't eat it that much more once yeah. after the game. Uh, but let's I, jump. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, I didn't drive for like a month. I was like scared of driving. I was like not very used to light sound. Mm-hmm. Couldn't open a sliding door to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's the thing. They say, like, once the game ends, everything's kind of like I. I keep saying on in terms of Juryville, and I was going to get to that later. I'm like, that bed has to be like the best sleep anyone's ever had. And I've had multiple castaways say you would think that, but no, you can't really sleep. Like it takes so much time to adjust to everyday life again. Yeah. I mean, I think I was lying on the floor a fair bit um, and then waking up really early. But one thing that, survivor did fix for me was i had insomnia when i before the show and i was really worried for the first week on the show i was like up all night i couldn't sleep 
And then by the second week and the third week, I was sleeping like a baby. And I haven't oh, wow. like taken like melatonin or all the other stuff I used to take to go to bed. Even in the shelter like now. that, that can't be the most comfortable thing, that shelter. Even though you guys did have a pretty good shelter built. I'm like, that can't be the, the easiest night sleep. No, it was. Yeah, just like that whole week. It was like it just didn't sleep. So let's jump. Let's jump ahead to your sister having to compete. We're talking just just a little bit before merge. Your sister had to compete in a fire making challenge against Ben. And I love yeah. you're sitting there. You're trying to calm her down. I love everything. You're like, come on, Melissa, you got this. You got this. What was going? What was the fear that was? Was it fear going through your mind at that point about you know this could be the end of her game, or did you know ah uh, she's got this? I know she can do this. <laughs> My sister and I didn't really communicate about what we can and can't do in terms of Survivor. We even said, you know, even before, like I'm like, but well, how are you playing this? And she's like, Michelle, you play your own game and I'll play mine. So I was like, oh, okay, and obviously. <laughs> So I remember that day. I remember that day because he said something like JLP said something about fire. So we felt that all of us need to get, you know, really good at making fire. And it was me with the flint at camp. And for half an hour, I could not strike. the flint. Oh. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, Michelle is really bad at making fire, which is true. Like, I never made the fire at camp. And then, you know, fast forward to that. And then it's. It's my sister against Ben, Ben, the fire maker at Blue Tribe. Oh, he was and the I'm fire like, maker. Well, I mean, the fire like engulfer, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah, the yeah. Fi- yeah. Like he was able to make fire, but he'd also make fire go really big as well. Um, so I was like, oh, and then I think everyone, including me, was like, if my sister is as good as me making fire, Ben's coming back. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is this is gonna be a no contest. Yeah. No offense, Michelle. No, no offense. No, yeah, none taken. I'm like not very good at making fire, and I will admit that. So, um, so yeah, that was running through my head. Like, is she as good as me at making fire? Because I'm really terrible at it. <laughs> um, but actually, I had to give credit to um, like Mark was actually helping her a lot, which you know didn't make the edit like he was actually helping her throughout that process and was sitting closer and actually everything that I was saying out of my mouth apart (laughs) from stand apart from the stand stand under fire that was like my only um comment that I gave like comment that I gave her out of my own mouth the rest was actually Khan whispering in my ear what to say Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was so, the thing too. It was an exciting fire making challenge. If I remember, oh, they yeah. were blocking the wind and stuff, and it was yeah, back so and was like, forth the, the entire time. It yeah. was a good fire making challenge. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of how she did it, and I was actually surprised. And I think I was—I didn't know how to feel because I think I was preparing myself that she was going to leave, and then when she actually did it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, she did it!" <laughs> <laughs> So if you're stuck on a deserted island with Mel and Michelle, you know where to go for the fire. (laughs) So we we can jump ahead then to when we make the merge. You guys, that is a a huge accomplishment in terms of Survivor. That's one of the milestones. And you guys were one of the few pairs. I I think there was four or five that made it to four. Yep. That made it to the merge together. So as yeah. soon as you get back and you guys can start talking to each other and everything, 
was that kind of okay we're working together from the start were you guys kind of merging your alliances where were you guys at in the game once you got back to camp from that sixty thousand dollar reward challenge <laughs> i actually was it was that sixty thousand dollar challenge was just so unattainable in my head because in my head i was like it's a barbecue <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then when it was like it's sixty thousand dollars i'm like what yeah. no what did i hear that? i've what never heard about a survivor doing that you're gonna win sixty thousand dollars here is it isn't that second place like Con came second <laughs> yeah. in terms of prize money i said uh, once uh, con won that i was like okay if i'm con i'm going balls to the wall in the game now like i'm just yeah. i'm causing chaos i've got money it's it's whatever <laughs> yeah um yeah i think what was interesting is that i always felt a little bit like uncomfortable i think melissa was feeling uncomfortable in her tribe um i mean knowing that she was the last person that they wanted to vote out i knew that you know i mean i felt that i played enough of a social game that i was actually quite like close with you know a few of them to the point where like you know, we went to tribal so many times before merge and I still kind of like scraped through. <laughs> I don't know how, <laughs> but I was still, you know, I think I played enough of a social media. I didn't like nobody and, brought up. And my you name switched tribes then. too. You yeah. guys had to switch tribes. You went to water and she went to blood. That's, yeah. To make even, you know, more things confusing for everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I knew, you know, I heard, you know, I could feel like her name was like coming up a lot. I could feel the uncomfortableness and, you know, when we got to merge, she was always quite next to me the whole time. And I was like, you should be like with other people. You shouldn't always be next to me. Something is wrong. So I knew from very early on that, you know, that I don't know what she did or how people perceived that she needed to go, but it didn't, you know, I was like, oh, now, like, and then now everyone that thinks it's like me and me and Mel, it's like, it's, we're together. So I'm like, I, yeah, I was like, I felt really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> there. Well, it, I think also we didn't live together since we were like, I don't know, 2000 and I think 2007 was the last time I lived with her. So it's oh, wow. like, yeah. So it's like living in the same space. And then she's always next to me. And I'm like, this is not what it usually is like. Yeah. Yeah. So something, something is something's wrong. up here. Well, yeah. she got looked at like pretty early on in the merge as being like this huge strategic threat. And my, my co-anchor Abraham, who I did that cast assessment with, and he covered the entire season with us. He loved you guys. He kept no. saying, watch out for the twins. You know, even every time we talked about, you know, you guys weren't being shown early on in the game and stuff. He said, Randy, I'm telling you, watch out for the twins. And it came to light when you guys started getting targeted for being threats. And Mel was the first one to really be targeted. And you guys tried working to get the females together. So what? walk me through kind of that plan. I'm talking kind of the, the latter days of when Mel was in the game. Yeah, did you I guys remember. Knew, did you guys know there was an opportunity to kind of break the alliance that was happening? Or was this kind of like a last-ditch effort? I think it was kind of a Hail Mary effort. I think that, you know, out of the girls... I mean, obviously, Sam is with Mark, and then um, Chrissy was actually very close with Josh. Um, and, you know, Shay was also very close, you know, was very close with Josh as well. So I think it was a 
it was really a, and I think my sister went from you know it was a very it was like male strong it seemed uh, at the blood tribe 2.0 mm-hmm. that she maybe thought that if it was females to you know try to couple whatever that you know it was it was a very much a hail mary sort of effort like Josh told me my name was was coming up yeah and I <laughs> that was, was I was like what are you doing when he's like well yeah. I mean it's, yeah I was like what are we yeah. doing Josh yeah so um Josh told me but I think others said like because we it, you can feel it you like so how you know how many people are writing you know and even like Jordy came up to me saying sorry Mish I gotta write your name down and I was like no worries, Jordy. I'm gonna write your name down because <laughs> I can't write my sister's name. So, um, and I was, you know, I, I was quite close with Sam at the time, and I said, "Sam, you need to tell me if this plan is is gonna go through because, like, I'm not throwing any of these people, other people's name, under the bus, and I'm not gonna throw my sister's name." And she's like, "It's not gonna work. That's before tribal." So. Mm. See, I, before tribal. I thought yeah. it was a great plan. Like looking at, you know, at that moment, you have Josh Jordan, Jesse, Jordy, Mark. I assume Sam as well. So I was looking at that. So I'm like, this could be like a pagonging thing where they just take people out one by one, which it was for a little bit. Um, but when Mel started speaking about that alliance, I'm like, OK, she's making a lot of sense here. Like, why are we not? you know, forming together. So I thought it was a great plan from you guys, whether it was last minute or not. Yeah, no, I think that it made sense for like the overall eagle eye viewer, as in, you know, you could see the numbers and whatever, but then there was all these, you know, different complex relationships with other people that didn't really get shown in the edit. And only if you were there, you would realize that that plan was never going to work. Um, mm. because of all these, you know, close relationships with others that. Yeah, they they made it happen. seem that it was like, oh, what's going to happen at Tribal? So it doesn't oh. shock me, though, that you were like, nah, it just never really came together. But I want to yeah. hear from your side of things. You got voted out twice this season, but you got a second chance when it came to the purgatory twist. So what was what was purgatory like? Because the last person I asked about that, I guess the only other person was Shay and Shay was like, it was not fun. So I wanted to get your perspective on, on <laughs> purgatory. I mean, I was only there for one night. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I was only there for one night. It was, and it was raining that night. Um, I honestly was there the night and then the morning we went for the challenge. Oh, so, wow. So I wasn't even there for, I think I was probably there for less than 12 hours. That's how you do purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a retreat experience that nobody (laughs) wants to go to. But, you know, I was with them. I mean, I woke them up uh, because I was like, I need to tell you guys everything um, that's been happening. And then, you know, telling them that three people are going to go and like, I'm the fourth one, the last one person there. I think, um, yeah, purgatory. I mean, it looks rough, mm. um, and it felt rough. Like I remember, like going to jury, and I still had the black, the black whatever marks on my on my legs mm. and my arms. Um, it was pretty barren and pretty. Like the floor felt like co- sharp concrete when you were sleeping. Ugh. 
Yeah. It and was you said pretty, it was but pouring, they found these. It was pouring down was rain raining. the night you went? It was, it was raining enough okay. that I'm like, I'm wet now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they did find this like we this small like sour berry tree that tasted like sour berries, like the gummy. Mm-hmm. So then they cut that into the rice. That was interesting. That we didn't find that at the other camp. So I yeah, I mean <laughs> twelve hours less than twelve I bet you it's less than twelve hours. So it was pretty gross though. I mean, no running water. If if I had to stay there any longer, I think I would have similar views to Shay. Well, you you got up that next morning for that challenge. Did you guys expect was three the number that you guys were expecting to go back into the game? Or what were you personally expecting uh, JLP to have for you guys? I mean, he told us that three people were coming back at Tribal. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and then I think they found a clue at the well on their side of the purgatory that said three oh, people yeah, are yeah, returning. Yeah. Okay. So, which didn't get shown. So um, they also knew, but they didn't know when. I was like, it's tomorrow. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what we found out at, at Tribal. And I was like, you know, when I said bye, I was like, see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I wasn't surprised because we got told that. So I'm like three people back. And I was just, you know, we were all very much um, saying to each other, like, we got to stick tight. You know, don't fall back to the majority. Like, we got to do something. Whoever goes, you know, you have to. And I remember telling all of them, like, you guys, when you go back, you have to talk to Juicy Dave. He's the guy that will flip. And I kept saying it to them because I spent like. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, you need to go talk to him. You need to go talk to him. It's him. It's him. You need. To- I think I got it nearly. Like, that's what- <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. before we talk about your end game, um, yeah. or the end of the t- your time in the game, um, was there a moment that didn't get captured that it might've been that moment that you just said that how you're saying juicy day will flip. Was there a moment in the game that you felt most proudest of, or that was your, your biggest move in the game? Oh, wow. I think my biggest move in the game, which didn't get shown was probably an OG blood mm-hmm. when the first Sophie blindside was not actually orchestrated by Sandra. It was actually done by me and Amy in the hammock. And oh, Jay, wow. I think, was also there. Yeah. Was that just you um, guys wanting to, like, make a big move on Sophie? Or was that kind of like, well, we just got to get Sophie out of the game? I think at that time, because we actually spent a lot of time not going to tribal, we actually all, as a tribe, became really close. And I think... Like Sophie and I are like, you know, our, our friends now, out, you know, outside of the game. But yeah. I felt like in the game, um, it looked like she was playing two sides. There was like the boy, like the Ben and Croc. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Jordan. Croc and Jordan. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, you know, we'll also talk with like me and like Sam and like Amy and everybody. So we were like, and um, I think it was more about cohesion at that time. Uh, so we decided to call it, and we spent two or three days on it too. And we called it Operation Hammock. So we would not address Sophie as Sophie. We would just say Hammock. Yep. And we'll just talk okay. about like throwing hammocks away and like fixing hammocks. But then this one could be a little bit broken. So <laughs> we all had this like code name and we would just look at each other. Like, you know, Jay and I walk past the water and we'd be like, Hammock. <laughs> So it was that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And that, I mean, that blind side, I mean, that 
their reaction, like the boys and Sophie's reaction is genuinely, they had no idea it was coming. So I felt like that was probably, that's what I wanted to do. I was like, play one big move early, fade away after that a little bit, and then, you know, move on from there. But um, the TV told another story. So on, on, on the mirror side of that, I do have to ask, I yeah. know a lot of people and great way to live your life is not looking back on like regrets and stuff. But do you have any regrets or any moments in the game that you're like, I wish this went this way and, you know, other than the way that it did? No, I don't have any regrets on anything that I have done. I've heard my sister say in the past, like about the con boat, that if mm. she had told me about the convo, because I actually was not, didn't even know that about the convo. I actually thought it was Shay that was going. It was oh, just wow. me and Khan, apparently. That were the only people that didn't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> that doesn't make you I feel think, in a good good position moving forward. Like, eh. and, then, <laughs> um, and then I was like, I wish that my sister told me about it. And then I, I'll be, I would have told Khan about it because Khan and I... Um, grew close uh at blood i mean at border 2.0 mm, um, you, you said con was uh speaking in your ear during uh mel's fire thing yeah. so that doesn't shock me yeah. that you guys were close yeah and yeah we i mean he he's a really really good guy and so and there were these plans of like how to use his like you know his public idol to like take out somebody and i you know those are like going into fruition and i thought like great this is what's gonna happen so you know, I feel like if she had told me, then maybe like I would have told him. <laughs> play your play your idol yeah, yeah, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because I would have, I would have told him. As my sister said, I didn't want to tell my sister because she would have told Khan. I'm like, yeah, that's true. I <laughs> yeah. <told> <laughs> well, that's the, that's the thing about like siblings. Like we know each other so well. Yeah. And especially, you know, you guys being twins and everything, you know yourselves even more. Uh, but me yeah. and my brother, if we went on the show, we would have voted each other out for first week. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, was there ever a moment yeah. that you guys were like, we got to go our separate ways? Or was it always, you know, we're going to work together as sisters? No, it was never we're working together as sisters until until she got to merge. And I think she realized that she had me, I think. But that's just my opinion from what I saw. And it was mm -hmm. really hard to see her leave and knowing that she was going to go home. Like there was one part of me that was really sad because these people are taking her dream away. <laughs> that's what I kept thinking. Yeah. And then there's a part of me that's like, yes, I beat her. <laughs> I was, we were going to get to that a little bit later. I, I, I love asking this question because of blood versus water. Was there kind of a rivalry like, you know, kind of poking fun, like, Hey, I beat you. Or was it kind of, kind of humble and stuff? I just keep getting the humble response. I want someone to say, Oh yeah, I, I let them know I beat them. Oh, I tell her all the time. Like, <laughs> remember that time where I went on your favorite TV show and beat you? <laughs> I haven't said that in a while, but Melissa, are you listening? Remember that time? With the TV I show hope I she's listening you? to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's, I mean, this is the ultimate Trump card for me for life. So <laughs> love it. Well, your your time in the game officially comes to an end on day 36, although you're still on the jury. You still have a say in who walks away uh, with the grand prize, um, which I do have to say day 36. That's impressive. The American <laughs> version of the show is 39 days. So if we go off that, you're finishing like final 
final five. Final four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So you vote for Mark. The The vote was unanimous. So I just, yeah. really quick, um, I didn't even write this down, but I do want to know, was there any chance that your vote, your final vote was going to go to anyone else, Shay or Chrissy, or was it going to be Mark unless something miraculous happened? I actually went into that final tribal with a very open mind with a slight lean towards Shay mm-hmm. only because she had been in purgatory and she didn't really have the cruisiest experience uh, compared to the other two. Didn't really know Mark or Chrissy. I spent time talking with Shay. I mean, Chrissy a little bit, but I hadn't, didn't really have a lot of interactions with Mark. So, you know, that's how I was thinking in my mind. But I was still extremely open to whoever was getting my vote. I just needed to hear what people had to say, whether they could defend what they were, defend what, you know, they did or, you know, Excuse me. highlight their faults or, you know, could speak eloquently about their experience and, by the end of it, I was like, it's Mark. <laughs> was it? I could be completely wrong. And it was it was so long ago. I'm trying to look back at it. Was wasn't it you or your sister who asked Shay the question or kind of pointed light? Like, how good was your game on a scale of one, one to, to ten? Yeah, I asked that question to actually all three of them. OK, um, so Mark first answered and he said that he was an eight because of this but he would deduct points because of this whatever whatever Mm. it was then it was i think it was chrissy next and she said i also give myself an eight because of my social game and i'm here then shay answered the last the last and she said i will also give myself an eight um, you know what? I'm going to give 0.5 more. Uh, oh, that was painful because just seeing everyone's like looks on their faces. And then she's like, no, I'll add 0.5. And it's like, uh, I felt at that point. I'm like, Shay, I think you, you don't stand a chance here. Yeah, um, I was uh, because in that answer, what I was looking for was honesty. Like if you really I didn't want people to like. Say a number because they want to be the same number as someone else that wanted to say a number. I wanted it to be like, you know, I'm like, you know what? I played a six. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know what? I don't you know, with him being the greatest player yeah. of all time. And then, you know, but I think I liked Mark's answer the most because he actually talked about deducting and why he deducted points from himself. Whereas the other two just talked about their I, you know, I, I grew up in an Asian household. We always get told, like, you know, what's wrong with us. Yeah. So that's why I also look at him like, what can you tell me that you did wrong? <laughs> yeah, you, so, did, you didn't play this game perfect. You can't be an eight and play this game absolutely perfect. Yeah, so that's that's what I was kind of looking for. I was looking for, like, you know, true, like, reflection. Mm-hmm. Reflecting on, you know, I, I'm, I work at a university and with my students that I work with, they always have to reflect on their performance and they actually get graded on the ability to reflect on their own performance. And that's what I was going in to, to see when I asked that type of question is, can you reflect on your performance accurately and truthfully? I love it. So. I love it. So tell me a little bit. I haven't asked anyone about this and I can't believe I haven't. So <laughs> you have the honors of being the first person oh. because... 
Jury Villa looks incredible and it looks super mm-hmm. fun. And I actually haven't really asked anyone what's it like being at Jury Villa with everyone kind of outside the game. I know there's still some talk about, you know, what's happening in the game and everything. But what was that like to to be at Jury Villa? Have that moment. You have your phone call. You, you said you slept on the floor a little bit, but you have a nice bed you can sleep in. Uh, and I'm also interested. I have asked this. What was the first thing, the very first thing you ate leaving the game? Probably pizza. That's probably the pizza. That's a good one. Yeah. For some reason, I was craving pizza. And then it, and they actually found like one of those like frozen pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a gin and tonic. I remember that was my drink, but I couldn't drink it. I was like two sips and I'm like, I'm done. I can't. I always this. wonder about like, like alcohol stuff out there. Especially when you're in yeah. the game and I'm like leaving. I mean, it's got to be like one drink and you start feeling. Yeah, it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so and it, I think it was the fizziness of the tonic water that really got to me. Yeah. But no, Jury Villa was actually a lot of fun. It really was. Um, you know, there was it is a shame that I think from like Sam's episode onwards, you didn't really get to see our outings as much. Um, because like, you know, for juicy days, we went to like Ravenswood pub and we like had a ball down at the bar, you know, drink, you know, just dancing around and yep. stuff. And then we went to like another pub that had like, you know, wrote like that rodeo bull thing. I and still want to do Jordan it. told did Jordan did you tell you he lost. No, he didn't. We <laughs> didn't. That's why I said, I can't believe I haven't asked this. Oh. I have not asked anyone about jury villa. And the thing is, I'll, I'll just say it. I watched, I think your jury villa was the last one I watched and I haven't caught up on them, but I kept seeing the pictures just covering the show and stuff. Like I saw the pictures with you guys in the dune buggy and and stuff like that. So I kind of followed that way, but there was probably a lot that I missed that I haven't seen so far. So Jordan, Jordan lost on the bull. Yeah. And so we said whoever like was the shortest who spent the shortest amount of time, like riding that bull had to like do like a pole dance for all of us. Oh <laughs> man. He, and uh, that was kept, there's some footage out there. I don't know where it is, but he had um, to uh, knowing Jordan for how much I know him. He had, that wasn't a like punishment to him. He had fun with that. <laughs> I know he had fun with that. He's a good sport. Yeah. Like, you know, Jordan's episode, we went to magnetic Island. We went snorkeling in the great barrier reef. Sam's, you know, for Sam's episode, we went to like a water park and we actually made it into like a challenge. Um, like she was JLP and we went on this water park obstacle course. You know, we went and then like for Juicy Days, we went to like Ravenswood Pub, Geordie's, we went to the Recanical Bull. And I think after that, we stopped going out. That was the last one. I think. Oh, how, yeah, I think how like come? KJ on <laughs> Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. No, but it, yeah. it looked, it looked like a good time. And that's, that's the thing. Like, you guys might not have been in the game, but who's the real winners here? They're out there starving <laughs> and you guys are having like these, these awesome moments that are going to stick by forever. Oh yeah. And having Khan as like the mayor of jury Villa, he like, you know, we would have a spread, but our spread would be even better. than <laughs> And then I would cook cookies. So there's this like thing called jury Villa cookies. So I would mm. cook like these New York chocolate chip and walnut cookies like the chunky ones oh. for like the people that would arrive like into the villa. And, you, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, that got, that got eaten up pretty quick. Yeah. So. 
I'm getting hungry. I'm getting hungry now. I have had breakfast. (laughs) I've had a pop tart, but I'm like, I'm still getting hungry now. You know, once you wake (laughs) up, it's like ready to eat. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So let's get to some fan questions here before we we do our final questions with you. Sure. Um, If you guys sit in questions on our Instagram, thank you so much. And thank you, Michelle, for sticking around and answering some fan questions as well. Excuse me, I'm coming over a cold. So I've got <laughs> tissues and stuff just in case. And I'm starting to get congested. Um, so this comes, this question comes from uh, Luis or maybe Lewis. I, I think it's Luis though. Do you still have your back tan from Survivor? I think this is someone who knows you. That's why I had to ask. Well, also I uploaded something onto uh, when I was in Fiji, like the back tan. And I was like, can I correct this back tan in five days? when I'm here and most people said no and they're right it's still there it's oh it's what still there was it okay yeah. is, is it a back tan or we all know this being on vacation is it a back tan or is it more of a, a back burn that just kind of turned into a tan it is a back tan oh wow oh and, now you see the Liverpool, and the Liverpool tattoo. yes yeah. we're gonna get back on it's Liverpool a, now <laughs> it's a back tan and that oh is wow like, that's yeah, it's still there. Time. How long is it there. been now? I think you five left. months. Wow. Like November, November, late November, December, January, February, March, April. Nearly six months. <laughs> that had to, like, while you were out there, that had to hurt. Like the sun just, oh. I don't know whether it was, um, it was tan. It was tanned. I think it was tanned. It wasn't burnt, but I oh, did okay. have a a piece of like dried skin on my shoulder and it was uh-huh. really dry. And I remember talking to like the show doctor and I was like, I, I can't put anything on it. Like sunscreen, make it dry. You can't put moisturizer because it's not allowed or whatever. So then I was like, so what can I do? And he's like, when you're in the water, get a rock and just exfoliate it. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, so maybe there will be times where I'm just like this in the water. <laughs> I'm survival my skin rock. survival tips now if like yeah. now if you go on like a hiking journey exactly people are going to be like what is she doing and you just have a rock there and you're just yeah. like don't worry I, i've learned this I, I know what i'm doing here <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so you you know that person right i think you know that person that person is my husband it's lewis i know oh, he said lewis. that question yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> Lewis, I am so sorry for saying Luis now. <laughs> uh, no, I knew. I pointed it out. I'm like, it's either Luis or it's Lewis. I know Lewis. it's one of the yeah. two. Yep. Sure. All right. So this one comes from uh, Evie uh, or yeah. YV. Again, it's uh, okay. it could be either either or. What was the toughest challenge out there and why? And I think we talked about that a little bit earlier. So I'm sorry for pre-answering. But if you want to take it, you could also say what was the toughest challenge out there that you competed in? Yeah, the one that I competed in. Um, I would say the one where Sam fainted, the one where you mm. had to stand on those pegs and you had to hold this rolling pin thing with a ball. I didn't last that long because actually my feet are pretty precious and I'm like, I can't, I can't even do this. I don't know how. I don't know how Shay and Khan like to just like step off like pain is much the pain is much worse than what we we think it is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, especially for people that just had the peg on one area of their foot, like I feel like you could lose feeling in there, Mm. but it was just yeah, it was 
that's probably like the one that I look back on and I'm like, that's probably modern day torture. <laughs> And you didn't you didn't have to compete in the sandbag challenge, which everyone no. has been like sucked. Everyone except Jordan. Jordan's like I Jordan likes like, it a lot. Jordan's yeah. like, I don't want to sound cocky, but like I didn't have a problem with it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, he was like a machine going up and down. But I was like, I don't think I could do it because I actually don't have my PCL in my right knee from a mm. soccer injury. Mm-hmm. So like going up sand like hills, I my knee could not stabilize that with a 20 oh. kilo sandbag. I'm glad I sat that one out. <laughs> is there is there any other, before we move on from that question, any other super tough thing you want to talk about, like being out there? You already talked about the family and stuff, but anything else that was just super difficult? I mean, just living in the elements, I guess. I mean, we're so used to like a bed and like electricity mm-hmm. and you know, it's just like reshifting your mind to basically be like a cave woman, like just finding things in the land to help you to survive. I think that was really hard. Um, you know, like I think my mind changed by day 32 because I was like crossing the water and I saw like three barramundi fish like swim by. And then instead of being like, oh, that's nice. Fish is swimming, fish is fish in the river. I was thinking lunch <laughs> so <laughs> literally it was like mm, lunch so oh, oh man I, my mind has shifted yeah and we still so have just, yeah. oh i was gonna yeah. say we still have people who are like they're given so much stuff it's not that difficult it's really not it's all fake yeah you get out there let's see how how fake it is i literally had apart from rice and beans which is like you know 800 900 calories uh like each time or a day um yep. i had one croissant, one cup of tea, two hot dogs. <laughs> Those hot dogs had nachos. to be like from heaven. Hot dogs oh, and yeah. nachos from heaven. Yeah, nachos. Yeah, that's why you spend most of the time just like stuffing my face. And I, then like merge feast. Pardon me. I I probably forgot because like I said, I go back before setting up these interviews and I do make sure that I hit everything. I think I missed. You went on that family reward, correct? Where you got the, the video? Yeah. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Jordy picked me last and I actually was surprised. And then I actually cried. (laughs) I am. I am so sorry. I forgot about that. I would have asked them not to add more questions on to you here because I know we've already spent a a pretty good amount of time together here. But how was that having your your family just just seeing that video and also getting to go on an, an awesome car ride when you've been stuck out? a cave woman and all in in nature so yeah how was that that you know i was i will always be so like grateful and thankful that jordy brought me on this like amazing adventure and i got to be in the car and like got to watch to be honest they said movie night everyone's like oh yeah it's gonna be family movies i didn't really go there i was like jordy what's your favorite movie that we're watching (laughs) Yeah, what 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 can they be showing us? <laughs> I'm like, what's your favorite movie? Because I remember like we had to answer these questions before, but then I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's something else. But that was my first reaction. So who who was feel- it in the video again? Wasn't it your mom? It was my mom. Yeah, my mom. She lives in Hong Kong, so um, it was my mom. Actually, um, Lewis was there with our cat, uh, but that got edited out. But it's gonna, it's gonna be mom- a running. It's gonna be a running joke now. If I ever like. 
if I make it out to Australia or we ever meet up somewhere at a survivor event or something, I'm going to call yes. Luis. Luis. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, your name is Luis now. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So he, what was I saying? I forgot, but uh, um, mom lives in Hong oh, Kong. The, you, you said the cat. Kong, there's yeah. a cat. I like cats. The cat, <laughs> the cat is around here. I'll show her to her later. Um, she's around here somewhere. And then, yeah, so he got edited out. The cat got edited out. Um, but my mom stayed. The one thing that I would say, like, I was so, like, it didn't make the edit. But, like, Jordy said that, like, he, I knew that he picked me probably for, like, strategic reasons. But the reason why he said it in front is because he said I had a really tough year, which was true. Because, and it relates back to the yeah. video. Because my dad passed away, like, mm-hmm. just, like, a couple of weeks before, um, going to the game and he they live in hong kong and at that time we couldn't even fly back for his funeral and you know to fly back and like come back we didn't even know if we could make it back to you know to you know play melissa's favorite game social game so it was really tough and then it was also his birthday when we were out there on day 21 i was gonna say there was a it was a sad moment that we didn't get to see but there yeah. was a moment where you guys that hit you and I'm sorry for your loss as well. But I remember that no. hearing about that, that his birthday took place while you guys were out there. Yeah. Day 21. So my sister was like, I was pretty beat up before that, like maybe day 18 to 20, but day 21 was hard for my sister. That was when Nina uh, broke her like leg. So that was, so that was the same terrible day. day all around for you guys. Terrible day. Yeah. So, and in that video, my mom is speaking in the video. And that's behind is my dad's office. So uh, she was like in my dad's office. And that's why I was like, mom, that's his office. And like, yeah. So it was like a pretty big moment because, you know, everyone has, you know, most of their family members in Australia. But for me and my sister, our family are overseas. We just have each other here. And that's mm-hmm. it. So not to take yeah. like a sad moment and like, try to make it super happy but i will say the tough thing about that and while you're watching the video is you also have these like delicious nachos and you haven't been eating so you're just like uh yeah <laughs> yeah and like, all you see me in that episode is just me like stuffing my face and i picked those like chicken like three chicken ones and one bean one like a bean like a vegetarian one and i picked the vegetarian one because i'm like my stomach cannot handle meat like Smart. I'm so used to rice and beans. I'm going to stick with rice and beans. I'm like, every time I watch a reward, whether it's like pizza or chicken Parmesan, it, it's like, I'm like, you guys can't feel good going back to camp. That cannot <laughs> be like a fun night at camp. It's like, especially when I see burgers, I'm like, is that burger going to be worth it in like four hours? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Never turn down food, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, it was awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing that story. That was awesome to, to, to hear and i really wish they showed that moment on day 21 because that was a beautiful moment and i was i know you can't show everything in the edit but i was like that's something you can't leave out is that that beautiful moment for you guys yeah i mean it's you know for me it was it was a hard you know it was a hard decision like do i speak about him do i not because it was quite an unexpected death because he died of a heart attack so um it was unexpected and you know we were still like mourning at that time and I was still you know I was I was ready to fly home and not go on Survivor for my mom but and I was like we're just gonna tell our mom and ask for permission and if she says no I'm not going 
Like there's just no way because to be in lockdown, you know, in Hong Kong as well, you know, they're going Mm -hmm. through like multiple waves, you know, and she is, you know, and our family is Singaporean. So all our extended family are everywhere else but Hong Kong. So she needed people and I was willing to fly back, but that would sacrifice going on the show. So we just, I was just like very adamant. Like if mom says yes, then I will go. But if mom says no, I'm not going. There's so. there's always, we always are in love with the game, but there's always bigger, yeah. bigger stuff outside of it as well. Yeah. And that, yeah. I mean, that, that has a deeper meaning too, is like, these are, you guys are real people playing this game yeah and we all know the survivor community at times can be a little hurtful online and then stuff and we've talked about that so just just remember there's always bigger stuff happening in the game um our next question comes from lockster what was your biggest fear going on survivor and how did you overcome it uh, my biggest fear was probably losing to my sister <laughs> no i'm joking Mic drop. Thank you guys for joining us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my biggest fear. Um, I don't. I think I was a. I think it was mostly. I was afraid of. I don't know if I was. I don't know what my fear would be. I wasn't fearful of anything. Mm -hmm. I don't think. I don't think I was fearful. Probably like those challenges. I was pretty fearful for them. Oh, I was pretty fearful for one challenge. There was one challenge where I had to go down a fireman's pole and I'm like, I freak out with these fireman's poles. Oh yeah. It was one of the, uh, it was one of the early puzzles, right? You guys went up and then had a, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You had to go down and I was like, I I don't know if I can do it, but I remember (laughs) like I went through it and I'm like, yeah, that was like my most fearful thing that I did in that whole the whole experience i know i i'm just one of those people like i'm just a klutzy person i know that's one of the things i'd end up breaking my ankle on that i'd go straight down and land awkwardly i i think i burnt my hand because i didn't i didn't even go like this i just went yeah yeah oh man and yeah and see a a burn on your hands like in everyday life it's like ah it's okay we'll be fine burn it a burn on your hand out at like in the elements also cannot be fun (laughs) (laughs) well thank you guys so much for sending your questions and we still got a just a couple more questions for you and it's questions that we love to ask every castaway who comes on the show um because we do like to look past the edit and stuff and there's so much you make some great friends going on the show you make we talked about it some amazing memories what are you personally going to take away from this you know, for some people, once in a lifetime experience. I think for me, because I think I'm, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty unique person in this game because it's Australian survivor, but I only just became a permanent resident not that long ago. So I'm mm-hmm. actually like, like Asian at heart. Like I just moved to Australia, literally I was, moved to Australia. I was, last thinking, March. I was thinking while you were playing the game, I'm like, her Australian accent. Yeah, I, I was literally it's not thinking, even there. I'm like, it's she doesn't have an Australian accent. And so no, I was wondering. No. That. Yeah, so I only moved here last March. And then because of COVID, I moved. And mm. then um, and then June in Sydney went into full lockdown. 
And, you know, it's hard to make friends in your 30s. Like, where do you even make friends when you relocate, you know, 10 hours away from plane flight? Away don't tell home? me that. I'm about to be yeah. in my 30s. <laughs> I'm like, don't, don't tell me that. Well, just keep your friendships in your 20s. <laughs> no, I'm joking. And then, you know, it was full lockdown. And then I left to, to go on Survivor. So the one thing that I will fully cherish is like, honestly, meeting everybody on the show like got you know just being able to to have people in australia and it's not just the current season um castaways it's also the ex like the former uh seasons they have been super supportive throughout the whole process and i am the only one in sydney as well everyone else is in melbourne and queensland i'm the only person in sydney how far so have how far of- distance is that just for, I mean, for us who don't know. Hour, I think it's like 11 hours drive to Melbourne. Wow. Sure, 11 or 13. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, Queensland's another like 11 hours. Like I'm in, right in the middle. So, oh, wow. But you can fly. You can yeah. fly. It's like two hours north. And then be in Queensland and like one hour to, to Melbourne. But, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have like the, this season, they're all living not in Sydney. So I've been hanging out with a lot of the previous season contestants and they've been really helping me through like the edits and like watching the show and things like that. So everyone's been very supportive. So now I have like my own little network of people that <laughs> I didn't have before this. That's how you make so friends yeah. is you just go on Survivor and starve together. <laughs> yeah, right. just, you know, six, like what else do you do when you relocate to a country? You <laughs> go on a TV show. <laughs> How how is it? You enjoy in Australia? I hear it's beautiful. Yeah, you should come visit. <laughs> I am trying. I I want to. I'm like this December. I'm like if I can make it out to Australia for a couple weeks. Oh my god! And it's like totally snowing. do it. I'm like yeah, yeah it would be so it. fun. I've already been told like Brianna and stuff. They're like you can come hang with us for a little bit. And I'm like yeah. that's the thing. Nina went out there for a while, and I'm like looks like Australians treat you very well. Like you guys Nina, are so like- nice. Nina and I never played a single, like we had never had an interaction like on the show at mm. all because we were on yep. different tribes the whole Separate time. Tribes. And Nina stayed in this room. <laughs> like, you know, that's why I'm like, like, yeah, I just feel like the hospitality is like amazing and stuff. So yeah, definitely trying to make it out. I I'm so mad at myself because before we get to the final question here, how we <laughs> always end the show. We talked about this and I told myself earlier, I think the only reason I forgot is it's so early in the morning and, you know, just kind of went over yeah. my head. Happy Star Wars Day. Happy Star May Wars the Day. 4th be Fourth. with you. Huge Star Wars fan. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be in L.A. Um, late June. And I've already said, like, I'm going to like that Star Wars area in Disneyland in L.A. because I want to make a lightsaber. <laughs> Favorite, uh, I'll just put you on the spot here. Favorite Jedi and favorite Sith or uh, bad guy, whichever way you want to look at it. You know what? Like for Sith, like, you know, that the one that was like um, in Phantom of the Menace, like the red one, like everyone yes, doesn't Darth like Maul. Him, yeah. But, yeah. But I actually like, I'm like, he's a bit, you know, he's like a little bit, um, I don't know. He's a little bit like, misunderstood and that's why he became like that i feel (laughs) (laughs) favorite jedi Uh, i don't know it has to be like all of them i don't know if i can pick one hey that's fair yeah i'll I'll say they all have their faults 
I'll say mine while while you're thinking on it. Yeah. You you might not even remember mine. He's big in like some of the TV shows and stuff. Oh, but, then I wouldn't know. Yeah, Kit, yeah. Kit Fisto. He was one of the guys, you know, when Palpatine like turned bad and yeah. Uh, spoiler, but if you haven't seen Star Wars by now, you, that's your own fault. <laughs> um, yeah, he was one of the guys when Palpatine turned bad and Mace Windu is like going in to arrest him. Kit mm-hmm. Fisto was this green guy with like tentacles on the back of his head and he died like super fast. So oh, I can't remember. I- I have to go back and watch it. Yeah, yeah, it you'll have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he died. He was on screen for like 20 seconds. Um, but oh I, I really like him. And then favorite bad guy is General Grievous. Like, really? He was cool. <laughs> like steals lightsabers and stuff. And like, ah, oh, he was so cool. That is like the last one that I would think. Like, why is like. <laughs> the red face guy in Phantom of Menace. So I can't remember his name. <laughs> but I think he was a misunderstood character. So yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. he became so angry. Did so, you did you think of a Jedi or are you going with uh, all of them? No, I'm going to get back to you on which Jedi I like the most. I have to like think about it. This is like, a, it's like you know, when you're asking like, who's my favorite Liverpool player? I'm like, Michael Owen for sure. But like, who now? I love all of them. That's, that's the me. thing well, I was thinking about. I was like, Sadio yeah. Mane's mine. But then like. Mane? Yeah. Uh, but Sala, obviously, and then like Virgil Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah, I like Van Dyke. You see, and then like even like Allison. Anyway, yeah. see, that's why I'm like. <laughs> see, we'll get right back into it. Trent Alexander <laughs> Arnold is like a oh, stud. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, it will be all right. We'll okay, be here all day. Sorry, yeah. Back to back, back to back <laughs> no, to, no, to right. non. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this this has been. Like I said, uh, it's been an awesome time so far. And and the yeah. thing is, too, we 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 love laid back chats. And I think as like I continue to do podcasts like this show just started last July. And yeah. when I first started interviewing people, little starstruck because I'm a huge fan. And then but it was yeah. so like, OK, get the points across or uh, excuse across. Me, across, across. <laughs> I am a speech pathologist. So I was like, what? <laughs> I I actually I couldn't. My name's Randy. Right. And I couldn't say ours. Say when I'm, I, I, yeah, I couldn't say ours when I was growing up. So I went on the radio and I would say I said, hey, guys, my name is it was with like Boy Scouts. And I said, hey, guys, my name is Wandy Wiggleman. And that stuck by me. Yeah, I couldn't say ours. So oh. sometimes it comes out. But no, like when I started off interviewing people, the points had to like come across. And it was like all we talked about was Survivor. That's it. And now yeah. like. I'm like, I don't know. I just have more fun just talking and chatting and getting to know people outside the game. I'm like, I'll ask the survivor questions, but yeah, I like, like yeah. Jordan and I spent like five, 10 minutes yesterday just talking about movie quotes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, they had, a, apparently they said a lot of movie quotes. That's there. what he said. He said, that's why they yeah. didn't show up, but that's why they were close. Cause he was like, the red we, 2.0. Yeah. They He's like, had movie no one, no one wants to see like an all beefy guys alliance. Like, so they said they were boring and stuff, but he said, honestly, it's just, we got along together. And like, we set a bunch of movie I, quotes. I believe that. I heard that that happened. And on blue 2.0, we sang a lot and we danced a lot. So uh, like, it would be like Sam Khan, like favorite memory is like Sam Khan and I, we were singing a whole new world and I was Aladdin. And Sam was Jasmine and 
Khan was using my red sarong, but he was the magic no. carpet underneath. No. So you put That's on like, this. This wasn't just like singing and dancing. This was a whole performance. Production. Like you guys. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, we had a lot of laughs. And that's why when I got to merge, it went from like this, like a whole new world to like, let's get serious. And I was like, not ready for that transformation yet. <laughs> oh, man. See, this, there are so many things that happen on the island that I really wish we could see. Like, almost like, I, do you know the show Big Brother? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, they have the cameras. They have the, the live feeds. I know that's not possible. I know it's like you can't have live feeds on the island and stuff like that because uh, yeah. the whole show would be it, it would throw everything off. But if you could do like we were saying this, if you on Paramount Plus or like it, I don't know if Channel 10 has like an extra streaming service or something like that. If you they did have some extras, if you did some something extras. where it's like, yeah two hours and it could be like exclusive to paramount plus and the extra stuff and if you did like a hour hour and a half two hour show of just camp life i think everyone would tune in oh gosh yeah and our camp life wasn't even boring at times it was actually like pretty funny like day 25 like sam and i and chrissy went skinny to <laughs> what they showed a bit of it. They showed like a tiny just bit a of little it. bit. But like Survivor Australia, bit. it would work so well for them because I mean, even I mean, Survivor US too. But if you just take all the footage that you don't use, because I know cameras are almost always running yeah. and stuff. If you just take some of the best so you could leave out the boring stuff, but just take some of the best like that performance and stuff and just no. put That's it in like an right. hour. Yeah. True. But we sang so badly, maybe they were all <laughs> maybe they're like just, laughing uh, once, while once you, we were like <laughs> once you start singing it, maybe they just throw in like their own song. Like they just it doesn't even match, yeah. you know, the mouthing of the words, but they just throw in like the survivor theme song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then um, you know, I mean they showed the fashion show, so that was one of the extras. So that was something, but yeah, a lot of singing, a lot of laughing, a lot of dancing, Blue 2.0. And then Red OG was just a lot of like, just really good chats about everything and anything because we didn't go to tribal for six or seven days. Yeah, so, so that, that had to be the best feeling in the world. We're like, we oh yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Even like where we put the torches, I was like, what is this, a bar? Like, <laughs> like we didn't even have anything there. <laughs> uh. So. Yeah. One question we love to ask always to wrap up. And, and, and I think this is the perfect way to wrap up our, our journey together here today um, where we've been all over the, this talk has been amazing. It has been <laughs> awesome, Michelle. It's been an honor to have you. Um, but I love to ask every castaway, will we ever see you out there again? Would you ever play again? And I'm interested to hear this because, you know, we get a lot of, always been a super fan but you even said you know you're not like a super fan of the show so would you ever go back out there or was this like a one-time thing for it this is a one-time thing for me like i appreciate and i completely am thankful for going and like what an amazing adventure but like the it's just not cut out for me as much as like, I mean, I think I can get into the role and do it. It's just that I really want to be on the amazing race. So, um, 
you know and also I went on the show and I beat my sister and that was what I wanted to do and like we need I, can, like, I don't want to interrupt you but we need you and your sister on the amazing race <laughs> I think that would be I fantastic I want it I mean like I've been like I'm a big traveler like I've been to 72 countries and my sister is like the worst at directions. And then like, I'm good at languages. So I'm like ready to go. And then there's my sister that's probably going to like fall behind because she's like so bad at driving, so bad at directions. Like all of these things that you need for Survivor. I'm like, good TV, guys. Because I would just be shouting most of the time. So in terms of reality TV, the Survivor chapter, we're past that. It's closed, but you won't, you know, outrule or what's the term i'm looking for you won't say you won't be back on a show but it it would have to be like amazing race or something yeah i mean i heard that there were twins on the u.s survivor one time one of them won and then they went on the amazing race so i'm like hopefully we can just you know follow that path yep, and like yep. go on the amazing race that's what like you know i feel like i don't i'm not a person that likes to repeat things so I think starting a new thing, but a different show maybe may highlight more about what I can do. <laughs> you are only my second no that I've ever received. Like <laughs> saying, yeah, do you, it was someone from your no. season. Do you want to take a take a guess at who the other one was? Juicy. Wasn't juicy. He oh. kind of. He left the door open. He said he said he would go back if it was like all stars because he said he feels like he has a duty to the show. But he said like a general season. No, he wouldn't. OK, so I guess you're, it was Who Mark. Was it? Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's already gone back again. He, he said he's like, I don't know what else I could prove. And like some people go back to try to win again. But like. I just see it. I'd go back and do worse. He's like, I've reached the top. So like, what else is there to prove? Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah, for me, it's yeah. And no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I loved how you put that. You're like, yeah, yeah, no, don't even have to think yeah. about it. I think you were the most hard no I've ever received. Cause I think Mark was still like, <laughs> uh, yeah, probably not. I think that <laughs> that was Mark. Mine was like, I know what this question Absolutely. is and the answer is so if they it's, call it's you a no from me if they call Michelle <laughs> tomorrow it's a it's like uh, nope hang up <laughs> like sorry, wrong number I'm sorry <laughs> I'm joking yeah you're looking but for my you're looking race. for my sister yeah she'll definitely play again <laughs> yeah she yeah my sister I think she will play again I think she'll have things to prove but for me I'm okay with how I played and I know how I played and, you know, I did things that maybe like the edit didn't show, but at least I know and the other castmates know that it happened. And yeah, I mean, I proved that I could live in the middle of nowhere being a city girl. <laughs> so what I don't know what else is there to prove for me. I just, you know, get me on the amazing race. <laughs> knowing, knowing you're a city girl gives me hope because I'm a city guy and I'm worried about going on the show. <laughs> I think you're going to be I think you're going to be fine. I I've think if I can do it, you can do it. I've applied <laughs> to the US uh I think 5 or 6 times. I'm like I want to I prefer the Australian version of the show. I'd love to go do the Australian version. So, and maybe maybe I can make it out there sometime and and do the show. Yeah, maybe when you come out come out and visit, then you can like, you know. And I like, have starting hey starting next season, I get to interview uh I have 
super blessed and honored. I get to interview castaways as they leave for Channel 10. Like not actually like I'm not working for Channel 10, but you get what I'm saying. I get to interview exit interviews and stuff. So it's, you know, never say never. Maybe make it out. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to make it to Australia to like visit you guys because love these chats. Love the meet in person. So that's that's what I'm over. I got to got to get over this shoulder injury first. That's that's first thing. Return to work. I'm very excited. So that's not going to help you an Australian (laughs) survivor if you have a bum shoulder. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's why the doctor was like, we could either you've got two options. We could avoid surgery. Yeah. But if you play sports or anything, the likelihood of it popping back out is great. Or you can go through surgery and fix the entire problem altogether. And I was like, I know how much I love Survivor and how much I want to be out there. I could just imagine not doing surgery and then like 10 years when I go out, popping it out and ruining the whole adventure. So I'm like, let's just get it out of the way. Let's do this surgery. Nice. That's a good idea. (laughs) But yeah. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. Do you have any other thing to say to the to the fans listening before we we log off here? Um, I don't know. I mean, I am, you know, obviously surprised by the fandom because I'm just not a very public person so I appreciate all the love that I get I appreciate people that come and say hi um even people who can recognize me in a mask like that is just next level type of you know do they some do they still sometimes think you're Melissa they probably like don't know which twin I am (laughs) But I have lighter hair than my sister. But, the difference, too, um, it was something with the teeth, right? Yeah, I have, like, a fang tooth on my right, and Melissa has it on her left. Yeah. Masks so doesn't I help guess that. <laughs> masks doesn't help that, yeah. But, no, I appreciate everyone. Like, I appreciate the fandom. I appreciate all the love. And I never thought that I would have it. I thought that I would just fade into the distance because... Like, that's just how I thought was going to happen. But I'm surprised that, you know, people still want to hear. And and yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> Where can they catch you on uh, social media? Um, they can catch me on. It's like my first half of my name, like M-I-C-H-E dot C-H-I-A-N-G. That's my like IG handle. Um, you can be one of, you know, you can enroll into the, you know, masters or bachelor of speech pathology at the university of sydney and i will be there probably you know being a clinical educator <laughs> you're gonna get <laughs> more students than you've ever had now putting that out yeah there. <laughs> i know <laughs> i know but yeah but yeah i'm excited um yeah so that's where you'll find me it's been <laughs> a great talk and i know it's been a fantastic talk because i was worried coming on because for you if you guys haven't caught on, it's the evening for Michelle, but for, for me, it's seven 30 in the morning right now. And so I yeah. woke up, at, I woke up at five to get ready. And I was like, I really hope I'm not yawning the entire time. One, I would <laughs> feel one, I would feel terrible. It would have nothing to do with you, but I hate yawning in front of people. Cause it always, yeah. you know, it always makes it look like you're boring them and stuff. <laughs> and so I'm like, try not to yawn. And I didn't yawn once on camera (laughs) i definitely definitely beforehand i was yawning and stuff well michelle thank you again uh for joining us and thank you guys for listening you guys can catch us on our instagram at survivor now podcast 
at reality randy or follow me personally uh at i'm randy bruce make sure to subscribe if you're watching on youtube and thanks for tuning in again we'll catch you guys next time